Hello, welcome to a beautiful podcast to fall in love, an unofficial Bachelor Nation show from TV Guide. I'm Liam Matthews, and joining me in TV Guide Mansion is my co-host from Ari Season and Bachelor in Paradise, the bluest and most devilish of blue devils, Jacqueline Trumbull. <laughs> Hello! Welcome back, baby! I've missed you, Liam. I miss you too. <laughs> How's your new life? It's good. <laughs> <laughs> So you left New York, but you can't, you can take the girl out of New York, but you can't take New York out of the girl. Unenthused. No, no I, I know that's just how I am generally. No, it's been it's been great. It's a good fit. Um, I I do miss New York, but I think that's just going to be kind of a permanent state. Yeah, that's fine. Maybe it's not forever. It'll Maybe feel like forever. Forever. But whatever, we'll see. <laughs> but you're doing good. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. How are you, Ben? Oh, I'm pretty good. Yeah. Oh, pretty good. I'm uh, I'm excited to be talking about Bachelor in Paradise. I, you know, oh God, it's been a great, all? yeah, it's been a great season. I kind of wish we had been, uh, you know, doing it the whole time, but you know, yeah. we didn't, and that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been a great season, and I'm excited to talk about it. <laughs> um, so yeah, so this is a very special episode of a beautiful podcast where we're gonna look back on the entirety of Bachelor in Paradise season six, and I think we should start. At the end. Okay. You know, with the uh, the couples who got engaged. Yeah, that makes sense. So what do we think of the couples who got engaged? Who's going to last? So the couples who got engaged last night, not last night, it was months ago at this point, but in the episode, <laughs> were uh, Demi and Christian, uh, Chris and Katie, and Hannah and Dylan. So what are your what are your impressions of these couples? I'm not very good at predicting who's actually going to last, I don't think. Like, I don't know that I would have predicted that Crystal and Chris were going to last. Yeah. But Demi right. and Christian, I sure hope they last. I re- I mean, we'll talk about them later, but they're amazing. Hannah and Dylan, like, I don't think we have any data points because we literally didn't see them for the second half of the show. Right. It was literally like once Hannah stopped, you know, being a player, there was no more content to their relationship. So I actually don't really know how they are together. And... Chris and Katie are still together, and according to their Instagrams, which, like, who knows, <laughs> they're doing better than they were that awful finale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, like, hard to... It's hard to watch that and then imagine them lasting because we've all had that relationship. And we Like, I knew what she was talking about with the glimpse, and then you, you know, you're, like, walking through the desert forever, and then you get another glimpse. Um, But... At least those two people are adults. Yeah. And um, who else? Who was the last one? Um, that was it. It was the three three couples. Three. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about Chris and Katie first, because that was yeah that was that was pretty brutal to watch. Chris, he's just like a like a guy with n- like no he's just no emotional availability, right? He's just Re- really wooden. Yeah. Yeah. Like just completely divorced. From uh-huh. from himself is kind yeah. of the impression that I get. Well, it was interesting watching him because I I know Chris, like I've met Chris a few times, um, and he's, but it's always been kind of in a party. He, he's a pretty fun guy, and he lives a really fun life. Um, so that's kind of contrasted with this like really wooden kind of plotting person on the show. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I don't blame her for watching that back, and getting more upset because there were a couple different things about it. I mean, yeah, we never saw any 
light in his eyes over her. And how hard would that be to watch? I mean, and her, all of her faith is predicated on him telling other people that he loves her. And like, now she's like, okay, I get to see it. I get to see the real Chris, what was really going on behind the scenes when he couldn't tell me. And it's like worse. I mean, that (laughs) would really. Right. Right. We're just talking about like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the whole, like the turning point in their relationship was when she expressed some doubt early on and that. I mean, that was one part where I felt she was kind of manipulated because she, he acted as though she had committed this huge sin by doubting their relationship and telling him to go out with other people. And then he goes out with another one other person and doubts their relationship for like three days. <laughs> I mean, and then is never enthusiastic about her again until the ending. So, yeah, I mean, it was like it was pretty rough going for Katie. Yeah, this is a pretty cynical read. But do you think maybe Chris just went on to, you know, get his final redemption narrative where he's like, I'm coming out of retirement and this is going to be it and I'm going to get engaged no matter what? Maybe. I mean, obviously he went on for a redemption tour. Yeah. It's possible he did that. I mean, it's hard to imagine that anybody sees them together after watching that show just because there was no chemistry ever. Um. Yeah, they just seem like they have just different styles, you know, like Katie needs um, somebody who reflects her emotions back. Like she's like very open and vulnerable and uh, and she needs somebody who can reflect that back to her. And Chris is just not capable of doing that. No, I don't know what Chris needs, though. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's what I, I think that was the fundamental lackey piece where like, I don't know who would be right for you. And there. On the other hand, though, I did see more chemistry between him and Jen that one episode. Hmm. So, but maybe that's because you always see a bunch of chemistry on a first date versus like later on. I will say, I mean, that the finale was was crazy to me. I mean, I don't know why that happened that way. I don't know why she went out there without her ring, why she went out there ready to talk. Yeah. You know, and just like, right, where he was like totally like. I guess it seemed like he thought they were going to go out and say that everything was fine. Absolutely. Yeah. It was very interesting because the only glimpse of emotion that he showed Mm -hmm. was when he realized or when Chris pointed out, Chris Harrison pointed out that she wasn't wearing a ring. He was like, oh, yeah. And there was like this little flash of like hurt and anger. And then he kind of suppressed it. And he was like, yeah, it's been hard. When Jenna and Jordan got engaged they saw each other like one time before that finale. And so maybe Chris and Katie just haven't seen each other very much since and everything's been over the phone or text, Mm -hmm. which is like killer for that kind of relationship. I mean, yeah, like they're not, there's no way they would make it then. And so maybe this was her, like literally like her first time to talk to him in forever. I mean, if they had like a happy couples weekend and then that, then it makes a little bit more sense. But on the other hand, Dean and Kaylin have been gallivanting around the world since filming wrapped. So I don't really know what the rules are with this anymore. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. But uh, yeah, it just, I mean, Chris and Katie, you know, if they're still together by Thanksgiving, I'll be surprised. Sorry to say. Yeah, I I mean, yeah, I hope they are. But I just like, they're going out. I mean, number one, like, men 101 even if it's not fair like protect their pride (laughs) i mean (laughs) yeah like unless you're unless it's really worth it 
don't i mean man yeah don't shame them like that like that is just so toxic for a relationship so i'm i mean i'm i'm impressed that they were able to overcome that because of course she deserved to say all that and of, of course she's been trying but it was just so like i just watched that and i was like man even though i feel for her and i want you know i i want her to get this out like this platform is just it's has such a high probability of destroying the relationship. So, yeah. the, I mean, the fact that they're this far is actually pretty good. We'll yeah. <laughs> Eyes on Thanksgiving. Right. It's kind of humiliating to have your personal business dragged out, you know, on TV. Right. Especially when he didn't Unexpected, he, yeah. Right. So that's, yeah, he's not, not going to respond well to that. <laughs> so he's 32. He start, went on the show when he was 25 for the first time. Now he's 32. But he looks older, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Handsome guy just looks older than he is. Yeah. I did. I mean, there were there were interesting pockets of their story, though, throughout. Like, I did like when he, right before Fantasy Suites, it seemed like he was about to break up with her. And all she did was listen to him and, and diffuse the situation a bit. And he realized that it was safe to continue. Like, that was a, that was a really compelling yeah. part. Yeah. Um, the more she pushes, the more he shuts down. I mean, she's not doing anything wrong. It's just like, it's just not going to work, you know? I, yeah. And that's such a common story. And it's it, it's a recipe for insanity for women, you know, being like sitting there with their feelings and realizing that if they push for what they want, then what they want will become further, like it'll go further away. So, oh man, I hate Brutal. watching those relationships. Yeah. It's, yeah. No one's happy. <sighs> Let's move on to something happier. Okay. Hannah and Dylan, <laughs> who are... So my question mm -hmm. is, do you think Hannah knows who the vice president is? <laughs> like, she knows... I'm Like, I'm pretty sure she, she would know who Trump is. She would have heard of him. Yeah. But, like, Mike Pence, she might yeah. not know who that is. Like, if she saw, saw a picture of him, she might be like, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Why? <laughs> she's kind of a simple. She just seems like a sweet, simple girl. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't make necessarily make her dumb. Um, <laughs> but there is this thing that happens on the show where perfectly intelligent people don't seem to have much knowledge of what's going on in the world. Like the like, I think Demi is very, very, very smart. Yes. And then she didn't know who Nelson Mandela was, right? Yeah. 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 That's that's an interesting thing. I don't really, I don't know what to say about it, though. Well, then she was like, you know, I went to, you know, Texas public schools. We didn't learn about this. Uh, and then she was, you know, she was embarrassed about it. She had the sense to at least be like, oh, this is not good that I don't know this, you know? Yeah. But I, but I also kind of feel like that's, you know, it's just like how a lot of the country operates. I mean, I always feel bad for those moments like on the show because people have a lot of random blind spots. Yeah. Oh, for sure. There's all kinds of stuff. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but you know who Pence is. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely know that. I just, I don't know Hannah. You know what I mean? Like we, th they, Hannah and Dylan were the most like milk toast couple I've maybe ever seen on the show. And there's just, there's nothing to say mm. from the point that like hannah chose dylan over blake on yeah. we like literally didn't see them yeah so I don't that know was like a thousand years ago i barely a even thousand years ago i know <laughs> but 
I think that could work. I mean, they're both very young. They're both 24. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, she's going to be moving to L.A. And that opens up a lot of possibilities. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, Dylan is clearly head over heels for her. Oh, yeah. It was just sweet. It's sweet to see, you know, he the way he looks at her. Uh-huh. You know? it's, I mean, is he Southern? I mean, I, I actually don't know. I don't I feel like we don't know Dylan very well. You know, she comes. We don't know him at all. I mean, his entire personality was distilled down to I love Hannah. Yeah. And everyone's like, Dylan's so adorable. I mean, I kind of felt for Hannah in the beginning because I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's really nice that he loves her so much. But also she doesn't know who this dude is. And like, why does he love her so much? And she's probably used to men drooling over her because she's so beautiful. You know what I mean? So it makes sense that she'd be like, make this kind of challenging for me. I kind of yeah. give her a lot of credit for going with him <laughs> over some danger. Yeah, yeah, right, right. That's an interesting point where she's like, yeah, this is just normal. I mean, this is what I do. Like men fall in love with me. There's nothing I can do about it. I just gotta, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a big deal. Yeah. Somebody pointed out, I don't remember who, but somebody was like, um, beautiful people will say, are you mad at me? As a way to deflect from the pain that they are causing. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if she ever said, are you mad at me? But Taysha definitely said, are you mad at me? Did she? I liked Taysha. Oh, I like Taysha too. We're definitely going to talk about Taysha. Yeah. um, I mean, the only thing I can really say about Hannah is that I like that she never backed down about being such a player because like I mean I think of her like making out with Blake right in front of Dylan was pretty crappy um not cool but but that's like I mean the first couple weeks of paradise that's what it's about and there aren't that many places to go and hide (laughs) probably you could hide like a little bit better though (laughs) but she's just like I mean this is the one thing that really bothers me about the audience reaction to this show they're always like how could you break up with the sweet guy? And it's like, because it's not about that. It's not yeah. about how sweet they are. It's not about finding like the most A plus person. It's about finding the right person. So if you need to go and like date a douche for a little while, then do it. Maybe the douche is the right person for you. It's That's true. And she took her time to do that. And it was like, yeah, that's great. It's about time we had a female <laughs> boy, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree with you 100%. Oh, so thank you, Leah. I mean, you always convince me. I'm Team Hannah now. She's great. <laughs> I'm not even necessarily Team Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, so anyways, let's talk yeah. about Demi and Christian. Ugh. The best. The best. The best. What do you have to say? So remember when um, Ben Higgins and Lauren Bushnell had the spinoff? Yeah, but I never watched it, did you? No, nobody watched it. But <laughs> So they had one season, and then they did another season with the twins, um, oh. which I did not watch. No. But do you think, they haven't done it since then, but do you think they could do another spinoff with Demi and Christian? Yeah, maybe. I mean, it would be more interesting, probably, but I don't know, because I don't know, like, I never watched either of those shows, and I don't really understand what, like, the purpose was. Um but they could probably carry a show. I don't yeah. think it'd be good for them, though. No. It was not good for Ben and Lauren. Yeah. I, I also kind of feel... I, there's some... There's a feeling of, like, disappointment when something that feels really sincere 
on The Bachelor then gets another show, like, th- then they're they're taken into this, like, sort of B-list, like, show where they have mm-hmm. to continue. The first iteration, like, Bachelor Paradise is, I guess, technically second, but it's first for their relationship. I mean, that's when they're really... They don't know how to do TV. Like, they're just hanging out. They're, like, figuring things out. It feels more real than to go and have, like, a premeditated show, you know, where they have a plan for every week. So it would be kind of... It'd be kind of sad to see such a, in my opinion, real relationship um, head that direction. Yeah, get plotted. Get plotted. Yeah, yeah. Because that was the thing. It felt so real in a way that we don't usually get on this show. Demi and Christian brought what I have always wanted from these couples which is specificity Mm -hmm. they spoke specifically about each other like i understand what they love about that person it's not just blanket statements like that's dylan and hannah didn't say anything specific about each other so it's hard for me to fall in love with them as a couple demi and christian i mean they had specific struggles they the communication was off the charts amazing incredible yeah yeah I mean, if I, God, if I could have a partner, like, I want someone like Christian. She, and I, I also love the dynamic between them because Christian kind of feels like the, like, she leads the relationship a little. I mean, they, they just, they really, they really fit together. I mean, they really balance each other. Like, they're so, so different in such complementary ways. It was great to see, whereas I don't. I saw that with like JPJ and Tasha have that kind of going on, but in like a way less stable way. Yeah. Christian and Demi was just like, I can see exactly how they balance each other, how they take care of each other, kind of like what their different roles are. They just made so much sense. And the way they talked through problems was just, I mean, it because it was usually Demi having the problem. Mm-hmm. And so Demi was bringing kind of the vulnerability and the, the fear um, and the sadness, whereas Christian was bringing the like A plus communicative skills. Yeah. Like she sat there and listened and was calm and validating and then said, I mean, reassured, but in a way that wasn't defensive. It was just, I was like, God, these yeah. people are never going to need therapy if they keep going <laughs> on. Like, yeah. I mean, maybe like individually, Indi- but together. <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah. No, she Christian was incredible. Like she was just like, she would say the right things, but in a sincerely, you know, like when Demi, like Demi's problem with Christian being flirty, right? That is a Mm -hmm. specific problem, right? And it's a resolvable one, you know. Absolutely, and and because because Christian wasn't being a bad actor. I mean, she was just like, look, this is who I am. This is who you are. We're gonna adjust, like. We can make adjustments. <laughs> yeah. But you have to understand that this isn't about flirtation. Yeah. And it, it was just, yeah, it was their dynamo. It was amazing yeah. to watch. I like, I kept wanting to tweet about them all season. Like nothing came to mind because I was just like, no, this is, I'm just watching a couple who's real and honors each other. And it's yeah. amazing. And the, and it started from the second Christian walked on the beach. God, that was the best moment of the season. It really was. They like... Demi was like you could see the love mm-hmm. so clearly, like they were so happy to see each other. Yeah, and it, I mean, it made everybody else seem just a little bit phony. I mean, for the rest of the season, <laughs> I was like, I don't believe any of these relationships. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Tasha and John being somewhat of an exception, but yeah, I mean, 
Christian walked down the beach and I was like, this is the real deal. Like, yeah, yeah, this is the storyline. I, uh, this is what everyone is looking for. (laughs) Yeah. The only, the only, um, you know, sort of worry that I have for them is that, you know, Demi's insecurity could take her out, you know? Yeah. And she's super young. And she's super young. Yeah. And this might be her. I mean, this is her first open same-sex relationship. Like, I, I feel like all of these couples have a strong chance of falling apart just by virtue of, like, most relationships do. So mm-hmm. I, I feel like <laughs> if they do, it's, you know, it's just because that's what happens. Yeah. But they're, they're really right for each other right now, at yeah. least on TV. <laughs> yeah. Rooting for them hard. And it was, you know, it was uh, they they dragged... The Bachelor to the 21st century. The Bachelor has always existed in the 21st century, but it has is very 20th century values. <laughs> Semi. I don't think they would have a male homosexual couple, though. No. Which, nope. like, that would be great to see. Yep. This was two blonde women. <laughs> right. Two hot blonde women. Two yeah. femme hot blonde. Yeah. Yeah. So. So, yeah. <laughs> baby, baby steps. Baby, baby steps. steps. Baby steps. <laughs> <laughs> well, they dragged were dragged into the 20th century yeah. <laughs> right chris harrison said she he called demi their their our queer queen mm-hmm. which you know queer has never that's not a word that exists in bachelor vocabulary you know <laughs> he's never said that before <sighs> it sounded a little weird coming out yeah. But it was well, nice. Thanks for trying, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> right? He's trying. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's new to it's new to him, but he's mm-hmm. he's Yeah, he's tasted a little bit as it's coming out of his mouth. Queer. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> We're not saying anything negative about Chris Harrison. <laughs> I wanna be clear. We're just, you know. No, that would be politically incorrect, saying anything negative about Chris Harrison. <laughs> it's outside of his usual experience, which is good. It's good to have new experiences. It is good. Okay, so let's take a break, and uh, we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about Demi individually, because we can't say enough about this woman. She's, <laughs> she's great. Back in a moment. Okay, we're back. So we're going to give out the season MVP award. Okay. And the season MVP is Demi. Yeah, for sure. I mean, no one else. No one else even came close. She was the LeBron James of Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah. (laughs) She's the greatest person to have ever walked on the show, maybe ever. (laughs) It's possible. I mean, she's like Nick Nick Vial levels of of Bachelor in Paradise greatness. Oh, man, I love Nick Vial. And he, he just posted this photo that's like, Ashley and Jared insist I meet someone this year. I'm like, Nick, that's someone. It could be me. <laughs> <laughs> I, think you sh- I think you should give it a shot. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Nick, you're listening. Well, Demi is amazing for many reasons. Besides just being excellent TV, what she did on The Bachelor and even more so... I liked how she did not make this a circus. Like, she talked beforehand about how, you know, she was made for paradise. And I don't think she marched onto that beach with, the with like, some agenda to be the most, you know, camera-ready person. Mm-hmm. Like she most actually, outrageous. Yeah. She actually really held back and showed 
greatest maturity out of the majority of people there. And she, one thing I love about her is that when people tell her their perspective or they start bitching about someone else, I mean, she listens to them, but she doesn't agree. Like she. Right. Yeah. She's like, no, no, actually, this is the reality. (laughs) Yeah. And in a very, um, you know, a very polite sort of way. Right. But she does not just, yeah, she doesn't just agree. She's like, yeah, yeah. I don't remember exactly, but I know what you're talking about. I can't remember exactly what it is. I mean, JPJ talking to her about Derek was one example. I think that's what it was. Yeah. 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 She was like, what are you like, with all due respect, what are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, And she was, she's so funny. mm -hmm. Like what, like she had the thing last night, like the ability to like crack a joke to deflate the tension. Like. She said, I was at stagecoach too, Blake, and you didn't hit it on me, and I'm a little offended. <laughs> I know. That was great. And then, and then the Chris Harrison being Chris Harrison being like, no, he, Blake and I did not hook up. She's like, just a personal fantasy of mine. Don't, don't pay any mind. Perfect thing to say. Perfect. Yeah. She, her timing, yeah, impeccable. That girl, where did she come from? Yeah, she's great. I have a prediction. What? That this was Wells' last season as bartender mm-hmm. maybe because wells now he's you know he's gonna marry um sarah highland who's like a real tv <laughs> star um she's been on you know she's on modern family she's been on modern family for 10 years that's ending she's getting a new show on abc oh um so she's you know he's like i don't need it she's like uh, i'm just gonna be a kept man you know maybe you know he's getting he's getting old <laughs> yeah He's getting old. You know, JoJo season was three years ago. Uh-huh. They got to, you know, bring new people, keep it keep it fresh. Remember last year they had Yuki and it didn't really work. Y- Yuki and Wells didn't really work out. Yeah. So my prediction mm-hmm. is next year, mm-hmm. Demi is the bartender. Yeah, great. She's so good about inserting herself in other people's conversations and really like <laughs> yeah. non-invasive She would be incredible ways. at it. I'm incredible. She would be better than Wells. She would be better than Wells. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, Wells was fine. He just does like they don't show him much. But Demi would be able, like Demi would really be a, the 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 serve the classic bartender therapist role, you know, where people can talk about their problems with her, and she will give them good advice. Yeah, I'm. I think Wells is great. I do sort of sense that he's getting a little bored, maybe. Yeah. So well, he's been doing this for years now. He's like, yeah, this was his third year. Right. Right. He's probably wants to do bigger and better things. Yeah. Um, or be a kept man. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if I had those options, I'm not sure what I would choose, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope that happens. That'd be great. I will kind of miss Wells, though. But it, but yeah. I, I, I do think you're kind of right. He's he's receding a bit. Like the, he, He's of a different cat. Like, it made sense when he popped out of the cake a little bit. But that's like because yeah. those old people are there. And it's amazing how short our memory is. Man, I mean, I could have sworn JoJo's season was like a thousand years ago. but Three years. Man. Yeah. yeah. And it's kind of it was it was pretty amazing to see them because. Um, so Carly and Evan, that was three years ago. That was my first season of Paradise. And that was Carly and Evan is. That was the greatest. Good ass season. On. I mean that was that was an incredible season. I don't yeah, think we had Lace and Grant too. <laughs> this season was great, but I don't think anything will top that season because of the incredible story of Evan and Carly. Yeah, where she hated him until he <laughs> f- 
faked, faked his death. a medical <laughs> emergency and forced her to hang out with him. <laughs> and look, it worked. Terrible message to send, but hey. <laughs> Sometimes it works. I, You know, and it makes me realize that there are just different... People really approach love differently. I don't think I could ever be turned around from straight up hating somebody and being completely turned off by them to marrying them. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. I kind of wish that I could be, though. Yeah. My mom didn't like my dad the first time she met him. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. He was my mom thought my dad was gay. Was, huh. Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, my dad, they met at a party and my dad put a lampshade on his head. Like a stereotypical party guy. <laughs> you know, it was the 80s. Uh, you know, different <laughs> different uh, times have changed. Oh, I wish I hadn't missed the 80s. <laughs> it would have been fun. <laughs> it would have been. So yeah, so that's my prediction. Demi will be the bartender because they want to keep her in the mix. They got to keep her in the mix. She's the best. Yeah, she is. Yeah. What a gift. I mean, they deserve four more neon lane rings. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. When Christian said, um, I love how you wake up in the night and lean over and say, I love you. And then you turn over and you say forever. Oh, so sweet. They illustrate their relationship. It's it's wonderful, you know? Like, why, yeah. why don't more people do that? <laughs> yeah. Demi, I mean, Demi is incredible at narration, at explaining her feelings, mm-hmm. you know, articulating her feelings in a very clear concise way yeah and like clearly like going through them and still being able to say like this is what i'm feeling right now incredible yeah she's she's really inspirational because she she comes across as though she is or or she presents herself sort of as this like emotional kind of um what was the word you use about her coming on the beach and like not crazy but um she's just gonna like she's just gonna play it up for tv but she really, I mean, she shows a lot of gratitude. She shows a lot of maturity. She, like, she talks through her feelings. She's not the kind of showboaty person that, like, oh, she went on Colton season and did all that whole BDSM stuff that was just purely probably because she's like, I'm getting nothing from this guy. Yeah. Uh, it's just me and the camera at this point. But when she has, like, real relationships to work through, I mean, God, she's... She just does a great job. Anyways, we've said all these things. So we gave out the MVP award. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to give the Hindenburg award. Um, <laughs> so we've talked about this before. Going on Bachelor in Paradise is almost always a bad idea. It's only going to hurt you. <laughs> well. and, uh, and we saw this, you know, as, as Bennett told you, it's not going to help. <laughs> um. So we're going to give the award to the person who um, made us dislike them the most. Like, who had the biggest uh, fall? Well, the biggest the bi- fall Who shot obvious. themselves in the foot? Who yeah. shot themselves in the foot the most? Blake. You think it was Blake? Yeah, but I don't know that I necessarily dislike him. I mean, I think yeah. he did pretty crappy things, especially the text release. Huh. I don't know that I necessarily disliked anybody on the beach. I mean, there were people that I found really uninspiring, like (laughs) Clay. Oh, and then Christian was pretty awful, but he was also pretty good TV for a hot second. For a second. Yeah. What would you say? Okay. So, well, so let's talk about, let's talk about Blake. Okay. Because I, 
Yeah, I mean, I think the Blake situation is complicated. Yeah. In a way that is hard for this, you know, hard for this franchise to do. In what way? Complexity is not something it always does oh, well. Oh, yeah, no. Because, like, the things that Blake did were kind of skeevy. Mm-hmm. You know, not cool. Like, it's not like, yeah, great job, dude. Right. Like, you know, hooking up with multiple women and, like, you know, and then releasing the text messages. Both things that are not good, but also not bad either. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there's nothing, like, there's nothing wrong with hooking up with, you know, people you're not in a relationship with. No, I think, though, that this is, again, when I criticize our culture instead of Blake. Like, we, I I think that, unfortunately, while honor is not a concept that I defend very often, I think we've degraded it to an unsustainable point. Like, what should have happened? Blake was going off of this assumption. If I follow the rules, then I haven't done anything wrong. Yes, but the rules exactly. in our, our, our culture don't have any honor in them. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, okay, the rule is we're not exclusive. Mm-hmm. And so I can hook up with Christina. And then the next night I can hook up with Kaylin. But what it should have been is these are two women. First of all, Back to back is just kind of skeezy, but whatever. But they're two yeah. women in the same group, and it's a very public group. And there's a very high likelihood that this will get out and shame both of them. You know, there just wasn't enough thought placed on that. Yeah. And and I don't. I think the women were stupid about this too. But no one thinks until afterwards. <laughs> yeah. And then he, a very emotional guy, and this is when I I feel for him, although I, I think he's got to battle some demons. Um, he doesn't understand how to navigate this at all. I mean, Kaylin's whole point was that she felt abandoned by him as soon as they were on the beach. And at the very least, they had a friendship. And as soon as you add sex to that friendship, like, it just is more. And it is harder to be mistreated by that person. So it's like everybody followed the rules, but because there was no, they just didn't value each other enough. It yeah. all crashed. You articulated it better than I could have, but uh, I'm just gonna like cosine. Yeah. 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 It was within the rules, but the rule the rules are the rules are uh, written wrong. Right. Releasing the text messages was bad. Yeah, and I when he first did it, I kind of sided with him, but I think it's just because I was like I. Uh, I, I feel for people who are getting like destroyed. Yeah. You know what but I mean? But that's the th- like he but he I mean his his reputation was being annihilated. Yeah. And he had proof that vindicated him. Like he kind of had to do it. Kind of, but but, but <laughs> he did it. In doing it, <laughs> like there's no like there like you do it. It's like dropping it's like dropping a bomb is what it is. Like you do it. And then you have to deal with the consequences from that. And the consequences from that were also bad. Yeah. I mean, he should have had the the foresight to know that his story was going to evolve. And but it's God, it's hard in the moment because what you're experiencing is just a pile on, you know, and like you can't see to next week and you've never been hated that much before. (laughs) Like especially Blake. Blake was loved. 
Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, so all he he sees is, and God, because he's so emotional, like all he sees is his own emotion. So he fought back, but it's like, bro, no, it, it's just, your story will evolve. People like hate you and then love you and then hate you and then love you from week to week. And it, yeah. it uh, and you just have to ride that releasing, like, again, like releasing the sexual parts of that. It was just so classless. Yeah. And so shaming for her. And I, I don't know if men always get it that women are treated differently sexually. <laughs> but, yeah. you know. And so maybe, like, he wouldn't have been so ashamed if she had released text where the situation was flipped. But, like, that's, you know. Yeah. But it's like a thing where it's like, you know, for a man to call a woman a liar, uh-huh. you get canceled for that. Yeah. But he was like, she's lying and I can prove it. So like, it's like, so to back himself up, you know, but the consequences were too... Too steep. Nobody came out of that looking good, you know? No, I mean, I think, I think Kaylin played it right, though, where she, she let her story evolve. And so I don't even remember what she said about him back then. I remember her being extremely upset, calling him a bad person. But I think her whole point is like, she was also caught up in her own emotions. And what she was seeing mm-hmm. was like this former friend of hers who they had been in cahoots and they had had this intimate relationship gets on the beach and pretends like she doesn't exist. Yeah. Um, and she is seeing it through this cloud of like, all she's seeing is her own story. She's not able to see that there could be other factors at play. Like he wasn't necessarily intentionally ignoring her, or ignoring her forever. He didn't know what he was doing. Like both of my therapist used to tell me, <laughs> Sometimes you're encountering the other person's anxiety. So when you think everything mm-hmm. is all about you, it's actually like this other person has their own set of anxieties that they're thinking about and caught up yeah. and it's paralyzing them. And like that's probably happening to both people. It's just it, yeah. it was just such a bad matchup of anxieties. Yes, yes. They right, they both seem like anxious yeah. people. And he yeah. his repeated use of the word allegations was just like, bro, like lighten up a little bit. I mean, these aren't <laughs> allegations. Yeah. this is a girl hurt who's venting to her producer and like if you let it you know you can fix the situation in real time and no one's gonna remember the specific things she's saying about you but now that you codify it in text like now everybody knows like they're gonna remember that story they're gonna have specifics about it it's just it was a dumb move yeah the other thing that blake did you know when he saw that his time was running out Uh he did that phony attempt to stay (laughs) By go, trying to go all in on Christina. Yeah. And it was just like too transparent and just like, buddy, what are you doing? And Christina, even Christina was like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Christina, who, Christina, I think Christina might get the Hindenburg Award because <laughs> I used to love Christina. She was my favorite. I know she was. And now was. I'm like, nah, man, I can't, you know, I don't, I don't ride for Christina anymore. Oh, you know? that's so sad. At least you didn't lose Tasha. I didn't lose Tasha. That would have been heartbreaking for me to watch you losing (laughs) Tasha. You know, I really think the reunion did kind of resolve this in a lot of ways where like once people got some distance from it, they were able to articulate where they were coming from better. Yeah. And you're like, okay, that makes sense. So Christina, you know, Christina was, she wasn't even like that. She she wasn't really mad that he hooked up with Kaylin. Mm -hmm. It was more that she was going to have to deal with this and he didn't warn her about it 
you know? Yeah. I get that. I didn't totally hate Christina. I did kind of in the first few episodes when she showed up. She was annoying. It yeah. was annoying. And and then her confrontation with Caitlin, I actually kind of liked Caitlin in that because she was really saying what I was thinking, which is like, what? And, ah, uh, and you're Caitlin, awful. Caitlin, was she the, the Canadian one? She was the one that Blake went on a date with and then dumped for Christina just for Christina's friendship, Rose. She's super beautiful. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, she was, seemed, yeah, she was, yeah. She had that conversation with Christina her, where yeah. she's like, dude, what is your motive? Like, I don't get this. Yeah. And Christina's like, why are you coming at me? What is wrong with you? Why do I have to explain yeah. myself? And Caitlin was like, whoa, man, I don't know what's yeah. going on. Yeah, that was very weird. Um, but Christina, you know, I mean, it was funny because in the beginning it was very clear that she went on. She's like, no, I am not a stepped on flower. Like, I'm going to show my badass side. And that was too transparent. And annoying. Yeah. But then by the end, I think she did kind of develop this, um, this kind of strength. Of, I was, I was like, okay, I, you kind of whipped Blake in shape. I liked her in the end in the stairwell at the reunion show where she's like shoulders yeah. back, sit up. You know, I like that side of her. I actually liked the way she broke up with him. She was very straightforward. Um, yeah. Uh, compassionate enough, you know. So like, I actually really liked a lot of these people. Which is yeah. semi-rare. No, not and that's that's part of why the season was good, is that nobody was like, oh, I hate this person. The only person I disliked was Angela. Huh. Yeah. But I don't like strongly dislike her. I was just kind of like, huh. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But Christina, and, yeah, I like that Christina and Blake are still friends. Yeah. You know, that shows uh, power of forgiveness or something. I don't know. Yeah, it was cool to watch like the boxers in their corner, you know, Dean and Kaylin and one and then Dean <laughs> Blake and Christina. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you didn't like Angela. No, that walk down the aisle is so pathetic to me. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Uh, that whole um, wedding skeeved me out. I was like, I found that very uncomfortable. But it was weird. It was very it weird. Because it was just like, I mean, we talked about this a little bit. You know, we texted about this a little bit. Just like that it just seemed it was like entirely for TV. Like there were all these people from seasons that like they didn't even know these people, you know? Yeah. It made Chris bed. and Crystal look desperate. In my opinion. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure they got a free wedding out of it, you know, and, and yeah. maybe that's enough. But it was just like, yeah. you don't know these people. And also, it was kind of an interesting way to, instead of having complete random people walk down at the end of the beach, which is always useless, it, it like it provided a way for those people to matter a little bit, like for them to have a reason, like Whitney coming down specifically to see Connor, or Connor coming down specifically to see Kaylin. Like, yeah. Okay, but what a weird, uh, fake, forced way to do it. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> inviting. I mean, I'm sure they had, you know, their families and actual friends there too, but they didn't, they weren't on the show because they're not part of the show. Yeah. And just to like have your, have your wedding be made to be about John Paul Jones. It's like, right. just a bummer. It's a yeah. bummer. Yeah. Oh, what did you think of Chris's new look? Um, he looked very strange to me. I mean, thank strange. God he got rid of the fade, which is, yeah. I just think the he worst. He grew out the fade. He grew out the fade and shaved his beard. Uh-huh. So he looks more, and, you know, he looks more grown up. He looks more like an adult, but he looks weird. He didn't look like himself. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like Angela didn't even register to be too much. It was just stupid. I mean, that whole plot line was just stupid. You broke up. Yeah. Okay. And, and she was all like, how could you go on TV after this? It's like, What? How can you go on TV yeah, after this? You had your chance. Now it's his chance. You know yeah. what it means to date in Bachelor Nation. It means one or both of you is going to wind up on TV at some point. But like, it's his chance now. Yeah. And 
And a lot of people were kind of saying like, oh, Clay is not over Angela. But I think he was. Yeah, like, I, I think, think he was. It was over. <laughs> it was over. Yeah. What about Kaylin? I think Kaylin showed a lack of character. Yeah, maybe. I, I just like, I just think she was doing her best. I don't know. I, I don't think she's the most mature person on the no. beach. She's also, you know, she turned 24. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, the Blake stuff, you know, it wasn't good. It's not good to lie about people. Um, and then the, you know, the Dean and Connor stuff. Uh-huh. I loved Dean this season. Well, we'll talk about Dean a little later on. Okay, fine. Because Dean crushed it this crushed season. Crushed um, <laughs> Oh, my God. I had never gotten the Dean thing before, and now I'm like, I want to date him and live in that yeah. van. It's amazing. <laughs> when she dumped Connor, she didn't say she was... Sorry, even just to be polite. Well, she didn't you know? apologize. She said she sorry. Didn't apologize. She didn't apologize. No, she said sorry during the reunion. No, no, no. She said sorry. That she was like, "I'm sorry." Okay, bye. Huh. And then he would. That's why later he was like, "She didn't even say sorry," and I think a lot of heads were scratched. But I'm pretty sure she said she was sorry a couple times. It just didn't feel genuine. She didn't. I mean, she didn't validate the fact that like yeah. he was. Pre- I mean, that was pretty embarrassing for him. Yeah, or humiliating and just it's humiliating, blindsiding, and yeah. And just, yeah, just like, oh, this guy who dumped me on my birthday, he comes back, he's like, actually, I love you. <laughs> I, <know>. <laughs> I would have gone with him too, though. And it's not just because Dean's amazing. It's because um, you can't go with the Listen, person you're in love with. Feelings. Yeah. Yeah. You got you to gotta take that risk. Yeah. I'm not a, I'm not a fan of, of Caitlin, personally, but. That's fair. Whatever. <laughs> we might not see her again, so. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I won't invite her to be a guest on this podcast. Okay, fair enough. Are we gonna have guests that we decided? Yeah, I think. I think. Uh, well, <laughs> we're gonna work this out on air. No, but uh, I think. Yeah, I think when we come back for uh, Bachelor uh, next season, I think we'll probably have some guests. Ooh. Keep it fresh. Let's have Nick Vial. Um, yeah, that would be, dude. I would. That's that's the white whale, right? <laughs> I thought um, Nicole did not have a super strong showing this season. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty tepid on her. Um, I I liked her some. I actually kind of thought she was funny on her date with Christian. Um, just kind of like <laughs> flirting, and she was kind of getting yeah. into herself. I guess it was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, I mean, she seems like fun. She's just you know like uh, she she encouraged. A gentle giant clay to fight Christian in a disgusting display of toxic masculinity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was, you know, it was like. Uh, it was, but was that actually what she encouraged or was she encouraging? She used the word aggression, which yeah. I think is sort of, it has a bit of a double meaning. One is violence, but another is just sort of a raw, raw assertiveness. Yeah. yeah. And I think that women like pretty secretly want that. I hate violence. I hate men who fight. It's the most instant turnoff ever, like confrontational yeah. men, whatever. But there's a but a lot of like sexuality and desire is kind of wrapped up in the idea of aggression. So I kind of get it. But yeah, yeah, it was very funny when Jordan and Christian started fighting and Nicole like covered her face and it was clear that she was delighted. <laughs> yeah. really liked that moment yeah <laughs> and she was like fake crying about it 
I just didn't want anybody to get hurt. Yeah, I told and them secretly, to be back. She's like, she's like, yeah, they're fighting over me. I know, but it wasn't. But then, but the thing was, it wasn't Clay. It was Jordan. I know. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Who? I think you know. I think I think that's enough, Jordan. I think. Uh huh. Well, he he's an interesting bird. I mean, obviously, I have more complex feelings about him than other people, or maybe less complex. But it's. I mean, he's like. I mean, him, reunion shows are really interesting for him because he he's able to portray himself very well on the beach. Um, then he gets in the fight, but you still somehow are kind of like, oh, that's just Jordan. And then he gets in the reunion yeah. show and is such an ass. Yeah. I mean, right. It's just like, what do you like? Let it go. Like this wasn't even right. You had nothing to do with this. Right. I mean, and like I had forgot, like they showed they showed the replay. It was like he body slammed Christian. Like he I threw him threw off the thing. I know. He was like, it was self-defense. Like, bro, come on. Like he could have seriously hurt that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not a good look. No. I hope people realize that. <laughs> yeah. So who do we want to give this award to? Who who gets the Hindenburg Award? I don't know. I, we can give it to Christina just because she fell from your uh, <laughs> grace. <laughs> okay. You know, she redeemed herself a little bit. It's fine. Yeah, I kind of like her. This season was good. It was, yeah. I think that's really what it comes down to. This was a good, this was a good season of Bachelor in Paradise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're going to take a break, and then we're going to talk about uh, some of the other people who we haven't talked about yet. Okay, we're back. And let's talk about John Paul Jones and Tasha. Oh yes. So you you stand them, huh? Yeah, I don't know that. I don't know if they would make it. I mean, I I love when couples make each other laugh. And yeah. my I, honestly, maybe my favorite moments besides everything with Demi and Christian um, were just the moments Tasha laughed. She has yeah. such a beautiful, like full laugh, genuine laugh. Right? Yeah. She just like her whole. She puts her whole body into it. Yeah. And she was a little bit, I mean, she withholds, I think, in general. And so when she's with JPJ and she's just so delighted, I mean, she thinks he is hilarious. Yeah. And it was like everything he did, she just, not even just loved, but really appreciated. There was no, like, you're corny, you know, like, this is stupid. It was all, she just fully accepted it. Yeah. It was really cool to watch. However, Reality Steve did tweet that they broke up, so I don't know. (laughs) But then they were saying that they didn't. Yeah. Like, I don't know where he got that because then because they were, you know, like I they were saying like, oh, we can follow each other on Instagram now. Let's make this, you know, public. When, um, when did they say that? After the finale. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I don't I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't think they're going to, you know, be together forever. But, yeah. Because I, I think she's probably a lot smarter than him. It'll yeah. be hard to recognize. Yeah. <laughs> um. I think Tasha Tasha seems very smart. She is. She is. There were a lot of mature women on this show. Yeah. And men. Derek. Yeah. I mean, Derek. Uh, Dean is smart. <laughs> Dean is not necessarily mature, but he's smart. I said there's a lot of mature men. And I said Derek, and then I paused. <laughs> Maybe that was it. <laughs> well, we talked about that. Where Derek is just like, I mean, that's what Tasha was saying. Like that kind of attracted to her that he's just like on a different level of you know maturity than a lot of these other guys. Um, yeah, she's looking at like who delights me versus who yeah. is who can I see? <laughs> yeah, right. She made John Paul Jones made her laugh, which is great. I mm-hmm. mean, he was and he was like so genuine, like he seemed like genuinely 
<laughs> psychotically in love with her. I know. <laughs> I mean, the stuff with the Derek was, it was nuts. Oh, yeah, it was nuts. <laughs> I loved it so much. Yeah, he really, he really whipped himself into a frenzy. It was just one of those things where he just kept playing scenarios in his head and getting his feelings hurt by them. Right. And then making them real. Yeah, he is really difficult to sum up because on the one yeah. hand, he he cannot have any self-awareness if he went after Derek like that. I mean, but then he admits on camera that he had no way to substantiate those claims. <laughs> so, like, maybe he did. I mean, but what was that? Um, but on the other hand, I mean, he handled the Tasha relationship with incredible maturity. That was a beautiful yeah. goodbye. It was. He picked her up. Yeah. He carried her a little bit and then put her down and said, it was, yeah, very simple. Like, it was yeah. great. Uh, and that is, by the way, the best thing a man can do on this show is break up gracefully. Like, you yeah. get so many points for that or get dumped <laughs> get dumped gracefully. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a make or break thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're, I mean, yeah, they're good. They're good. John Paul Jones, he had an interesting season, a lot of ups and downs, mm-hmm. you know? He came in with a lot of heat. And then he, the whole Derek thing, I kind of soured on him because mm-hmm. I thought it was just so, just kind of unhinged. It was unhinged. <laughs> it was amazing. Derek would do well to just let it go, though. I mean, yeah. he's not, he's holding on to this for some reason. Yeah. When, like, what, well, and John, I mean, he should have apologized. John yeah. Paul Jones should have, she should have apologized. Yeah. But, but Derek should be the bigger person because that's how yeah. everybody sees him, that's how he's yeah. cast. Yeah, he and JPJ are not cast as like equals in that sense. Like Derek no, is ex- supposed to be the grown up for sure, for sure. And uh, but then you know his his love for Tasha was you know really sweet and genuine. And I get it, man, because I think Tasha's <laughs> incredible. I'm a huge fan. I believed that he loved actual things about her, and then whenever he would talk about her physically, it was just hilarious. Like this is my girlfriend, isn't <laughs> She's she hot? So hot. <laughs> <laughs> But I think Tasha, she, Tasha seems, you know, smart and fun, and you know has a has a perspective. You know, she's yes. not. Uh, yeah. You know, she can still see that there is a world outside of this. You know. Oh yeah, she's extraordinarily classy. Yeah. I remember when we were still embroiled in the like Hannah Dillon boring stuff, and there was some first conversation with Taylor with Ta- sorry, whoa, Tasha and JPJ, and I was like. Oh, I hope we get more of this because this is like the good shit we're missing when we have to watch these boring people. Yeah. They were just so strange. And <laughs> like, Right, and Tasha was right, Tasha was like, I don't know what it is about this guy, but I like this guy. I know. She's like, it makes no sense. It, it, he's younger than me. He's yeah. so weird. <laughs> but let's do it. I think what was so gratifying about it was that he is so weird and she embraced him so fully that it made it seem like she's very comfortable with herself. Yeah, because she's just like I don't have to. I don't have to be looking around me and thinking to myself, "What are other people thinking about this dude?" Because like other people are thinking he's weird <laughs> and unhinged, you know. But she's just like, "No, I just like it." It's, yeah, this is this is for me, which is really it was just really cool. Yeah, and also like the prom that was so sweet. I loved that. I that was a really nice, really nice uh, sequence. It, it really was. It really was. Yeah. So we're rooting for them. Yeah. So let's talk about Dean, who mm. just is the best. He's the best. 
is the best. <laughs> <laughs> I even kind of thought his mustache was hot. I mean, definitely. He, I thought he looked pretty good. Like, it was a choice. It was a bold choice. But he uh, he kind of pulled it off. He's an very, such a handsome guy. Yeah. Um, my friend Candy was like, if I ever met Dean, he'd break up my marriage. <laughs> And I never, I always thought he was objectively good looking before, but I never thought he was hot. And now I'm like, this guy is bonkers hot. I guess all he had to do was grow out his hair. Yeah, he looked, yeah, he looks so much better with the long hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they, that was a funny thing. Like they, I think they even showed him a little bit like from a couple of years ago, you know, when he was still, you know, he was still coming off being a, um, a tech recruiter, mm-hmm. you know, he was working in the Venice tech scene and, you know, he had the short hair and he only had like a couple of little tattoos <laughs> and now he's, yeah. uh, you know, but then we saw where he came from, you know, his, his home life. And now, you know, he tried to, he tried to get away from that, but then he's like, no, man, this is in me. This is who I am. I yeah. live in a, I'm a guy. I'm the kind of guy who lives in a van. I have long hair. I have you know, a full arm of tattoos. Uh-huh. Um, There's still something kind of classic about the story. I mean, it's like, I, he's still like, okay, man, like, yeah, I studied abroad too. I mean, it's there's a little bit of like, he's, this is the classic buildings Robin for like a 20, a 20s guy who is able to do this financially. Like, yeah, yeah. see the world and grow my hair out and get some new tats, man. And so there's like that, but also like, but I think he also knows that. You yeah, know, he's exactly. So self-aware. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. He. I don't know what was going on in his previous seasons because I didn't. I don't remember seeing anything of him. He was just kind of this lost boy. Like, do you remember his dates with Rachel, where she'd be like, "Tell me about something about yourself." Oh he's my like, god. I like dinosaurs. <laughs> like, what yeah. has happened since then? He. He is so smart. He's so interesting. Like, and I love the self-deprecation. I mean, I just. That I mean, he is a charm machine. Yeah. Well, like he, it's amazing. Like he can, he he can. He's saying to Kaylin, like, I'm a terrible, like, I am selfish mm-hmm. and unstable and a legitimately terrible boyfriend. I admit all these things. You shouldn't date me. Yeah. He's like, I'm not gonna be there for you. And yeah. he's saying it with a smile, and he's got these blue eyes, <laughs> and she's like, uh-huh. I don't care. I love it. This is what I want. Destroy me. I just want you know ruin my life. Yeah. But it's an incredible like to you know um self-awareness of eldest nothing, you know? Yeah. He is completely self-aware and mm-hmm. just like, you know, this is not do not going to do anything about it. I know everyone's warning her away. I'm just like, what else is she going to find on the beach? You can't go from Dean to anybody else. You just can't unless he breaks up with you for sure. You know, and then you're like, oh, now I can see the goodness in someone else. But you can't, like, you can't leave Dean on the beach. Now I feel, I feel for Christina now, although I don't know if he was the same Dean as he was this season. Yeah. Back then, um, breaking up with her on her birthday was pretty, pretty crummy. Yeah. I don't really know why he needed to do that, but. Yeah. And then the whole dramatic uh, comeback for her is like, uh, and it was like, But I guess, I don't know, I guess it was sincere enough, right? You know, they're uh, they're still together. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. You know, like, it just seemed kind of an abrupt change, you know? He's not gonna... I mean, Dean obviously has the capacity to change because we have seen him change. He's certainly yeah. not... I mean, he is not the same guy he was two years ago. 
no, he inhabits himself now. But yeah, I agree that 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 pre- propensity to run from things. I don't think it's just about who he is. I think it's about where he is in his life. And it's very hard for me to imagine that all of a sudden he's just fully in. Although right now he may be. But like we just saw this with Leslie, you know, it's not like he hasn't had any relationship. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Leslie. Yeah. Yeah. Which actually they kind of make sense together. But yeah. But I think a lot of that was just like distant stuff. Mm -hmm. But I mean, Dean, he's one of the best to ever do it. He's incredible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And also Connor, um, I guess he works at Goldman Sachs, but I. Connor works for Goldman Sachs. Really? Yeah. He is one of the dumbest people. (laughs) (laughs) Right? I mean, (laughs) probably not. He's probably actually smart, but communication wise. You don't have to be smart to work at Goldman Sachs. You just have to be able. (laughs) (laughs) I think we have different opinions about this, but. I'm trying to be Um, nicer this season. (laughs) (laughs) But Connor is from Michigan. So where did he get this voice? (laughs) Yeah. It's crazy. His voice is unbearable to me. Unbearable. Oh, my God. I know. And we kept... Yes, he's hot. But I don't know how she... Is he or is he just tall? I mean, he's, like, good looking. But, but yeah, I mean, as soon as he starts speaking, like, I don't see him that way anymore. We acted... Like, it was believable. I don't know how why Kaylin thought she could go from Dean to Connor. I mean, that made no sense. Dean is the <laughs> polar opposite of that guy in every conceivable way. Dean's Dean has, like, language skills. I mean, Dean's charming. Dean says things with content. Dean's an adventurer. Dean, I mean, Dean has the, like, commitment issues or whatever. Like, imagine hitching your wagon to Connor forever and never having a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> that isn't viscerally do wanna, repugnant. Do you want to go to the gym? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, just gotta, you know, get some protein. Here, did you try this protein? Oh, so brutal. Uh, so, but brutal. you know, it all worked out because they're Kaylin and Dean are still together, and uh, Connor and Whitney are still together. Are they? Yeah. yeah. They were a very believable couple. Totally. Totally. And all you had to do was listen to each of them speak. And then you're like, yeah. oh, this makes sense. I think Whitney is very tall. Yeah. And, uh, but, you know, next <laughs> to him, she didn't look so tall. People like that. People like that. They're tall. They're tall. Yeah. Perfect couple. Tall. She was like, she was like, I hope when I go to his hotel room, he's not wearing his shirt. And he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, this, this season matched people pretty well. <laughs> yeah. Um, is there anything to say about Mike? No. Because Mike was a non-factor on Paradise. Yeah. I know. I wonder if that's why part of why he wasn't chosen as the Bachelor. Absolutely. Absolutely. Bachelor choice for me is pretty disappointing, but uh, whatever. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Yeah. In a little bit. Okay. You had something like, so what happened with Luke S? Oh, man. That's right. This guy has been kicked around by this franchise. I thought it was really tacky. Luke S, who looks like Nick. He, he's the one who looks like Nick Veal. Yeah. I mean, first of all, unnecessary to show that he's like a lesser Nick Vial. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> 
everyone compared to Nick Vial is a little bit lesser, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I think Luke is a is one of the more mature people to be on this show. I yeah. give him a lot of credit. I really like him. I thought I felt that way when he was on Hannah's season that he just kind of found himself in a really shitty position mm-hmm. with Luke P. Like he was just, he found himself admired in drama and he was like, how did I get here? It's yeah. like, oh, that's right. I was body slammed into drama, which is just not fair. And he handled it the best way anybody could handle it. I mean, he was in a pool of insanity and he managed to kind of swim out of it. And then he shows up on the show and is just insulted a bunch. And then he tries to give his rose to somebody who doesn't think he's ugly, you know? And then she rejects it. And then they did a really nasty editing thing where they superimposed, I don't know if that's the right thing to say here, like, because it was audio, but they had Chris Harrison come back later, speak into a microphone, does anybody else want his rose? Then they panned over a rose ceremony that had not actually been asked that, and everybody just had blank faces, Mm. rejecting him. And you can tell because when the camera starts and when it ends, Luke S. is still just looking at Chris Harrison. He never looks at the group. Hmm. And then he's just so, like... So, okay. So that, so it was a fake edit. Yeah. Like they, they inserted a thing to make him look worse. Right. Like it was already bad enough that, you know, that uh, his rose was rejected. Right. And then they made it look like, oh, nobody else wants this guy. Right. What a loser. Right. What a loser. They made it so that he was kicked off, not that he was like, okay, she's the only person I was interested in, you know? Because if yeah. they had been like, does anyone else... It was also... It was just such a, a bad setup. Does anyone else want his rose? Maybe Sydney would have wanted it just to stay on the yeah. beach for a little bit longer. But that's embarrassing. Like, uh, I, I'll take it. <laughs> like, no. Just... It was just... It was just unfair all around. And I think that, you know, we form these relationships and we know that things are going to get added a little bit. But we don't expect to be unfairly humiliated, especially when that's not even our character. Right. When you're the villain, you're like, okay... I got screwed. Like, this is going to yeah. be bad. But Luke was just a nice guy. Like, what was the point? Yeah, he didn't des- He didn't deserve this humiliation. No. He didn't deserve to be smacked down so hard. Right. Yeah, they just literally just kicked him around and were like, thanks for coming. So, I don't know. I was really disgusted by that, but... He wasn't even at the reunion, was he? No, I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> oh, and Nicole and Clay were there. Yeah. And they did have a, uh, you know, seat. a conversation in the hot seat, but it got cut for time. I guess it was boring. <laughs> notably missing, though. Kind of strange. <laughs> yeah. Notably missing. Because it was such a big story. But I, yeah, just kind of weird to not even, you know, because a lot of stuff. I mean, there was a lot of content to get to. But even like, you know, there was some stuff that got, um, I don't know, they couldn't they couldn't have found two minutes. I don't know. Right. Right. But, yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, notably absent. You mm-hmm. know, a lot of people were tweeting about that. Like, people weren't even watching the show. They're just like, where's Clay and Nicole? So do you have a favorite tiny moment of the season? Uh, that's a good question. I would say every time Tasha laughed at JPJ, it was just beautiful. I loved when Matt McDonald kissed Sydney and they did that montage, the cosmic montage. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I really liked Demi, um, the faces Demi was making as JPJ was explaining to Haley 
that like I don't know that he was only into Tasha and it wasn't bad of him to have lied to her or whatever. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah, <laughs> I have one. Okay, but mine was Clay telling Angela that part of the reason why they broke up is that their goals weren't aligned, <laughs> and Angela knew exactly what he meant by that. And she said she never told him not to go to the gym. He said, I want you to go to the gym with me. And she said, Clay, you go to the gym for four hours. (laughs) And he said, you don't have to stay there for four hours. I know. We'll take separate cars to go to the gym. (laughs) You can just come for two hours. Right. And the idea of criticizing Angela for that, Angela is yeah. in perfect shape. Why, yeah. why would he need to go to the gym with her? I yeah. mean, insanity. No, a- Angela's abs are like, I'm trying to not use a cliche is what I'm, I'm not. I want to say chiseled from stone, but I'm trying to not say it as a cliche. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Leave this in. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Angela's abs are chiseled from stone in a non-cliche way. Yes. Beautiful, beautiful compliment. And Nicole famously doesn't work out at all. She talks about that all the time. So it's not going to, it didn't, you know, it's not going to work out between her and Clay. Uh, yeah. Clay, Clay was playing by real world normal rules. He was, he was so boring. Oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> Yeah, he was. And he's like, I don't know why I'm not there yet. I don't know why. It's like, Clay, I mean, this shouldn't be a mystery. It's been three weeks. It's okay to feel that way. But also, you present no passion or enthusiasm for this woman at all. Like, who can blame her for walking away? Yeah. Uh... Okay, so, and then we learned officially that... Pilot Peter, I got to stop calling him Pilot Peter because it's just going to become too much to just say that every single time. So Peter is the bachelor. Yay. Yay. Look, look, look. Hmm. Tyler is dating Gigi Hadid. Yeah. So he's he's out. Mm-hmm. Mike apparently is now dating Demi Lovato. Do you know who Demi Lovato is? Yeah, I saw that. Are they actually dating or are they just like... I guess dating? they're hanging out. They're hanging out. Oh, well, yeah. good for him. Yeah. Um, honestly, I thought after this season, I thought I thought Derek, I think Derek could be the bachelor. Yeah. I think Derek would be a good bachelor. He's got a good story at this point now. Yeah. You know, he's a, he's he's like a grown up. Mm-hmm. Um he has, you know, he's good uh he's good emotionally. Mm-hmm. He's really good. Yeah. Modern man. <laughs> yeah. I think he, yeah, I think, uh, I mean, the, you know, when Demi and Christian were like, we love Derek, he's such a great guy. He was so, so good to us through this, this whole thing. It was like plugging him. Yeah. He doesn't have the numbers um, though. He's only got 500,000. Oh. <laughs> only. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I think, I mean, I think it could be fine with Peter. He's a little boring, but you know. Mm-hmm. Whatever. He's just not specific, which is my number one complaint. But he's very yeah. cute, and the season will be about the women, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, and the producers are obviously getting more talented somehow, so something crazy <laughs> will happen. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad they didn't, you know, start the season. 
on the Same. on the finale. That's I hate when they do that. I hate that. I'm glad that they had enough material to not have to do that. Um, but they did instead. They did the thing. ABC did the thing that they're doing now, where they release unedited cast photos. Yeah, it's like if you guys have dirt, say it now. Yeah. <laughs> so they showed you know 33 of the 30 girls who will end up being on the show. 33 of the 30. Yeah. So mean? three of them, three of them will not make it. So oh. we'll just go through. Oh, interesting. So, yeah, so Jacqueline, you didn't look at these. You didn't look at these. I'm gonna put you on blast. I texted you these this these photos, and you didn't look at them. <laughs> so um, so we'll just go through some through Sorry. some numbers. Okay. There are twelve blondes. <laughs> so so you know there could be like almost a, a third of the cast will be blonde, mm-hmm. um, including Kiara, who is black and dyed her hair. <laughs> Um, okay. There are five women from Chicago, mm. which is a lot. It's a yeah. lot from one place, or one, you know, four from Chicago and one from a suburb of Chicago. Okay. Um, which I think Chicago was a big bachelor casting hub and wasn't for a while, and I guess now it is again. Um, because that's a lot. And then uh, two. From the Dallas area, because there have to be. There have to be. I bet there, um, I bet Sarah C goes far. She's got the look. Oh, yeah. She's from Knoxville. Mm-hmm. Knoxville gal. Is that mm-hmm. a... What song is that? That's a song. Knoxville yeah, I gal. I don't know. Um, so, um, I don't know how to... Avonlea? Avonlea? She's from Fort Worth. And Deandra from Plano. <laughs> Deandra, like, I'm saying it like... Uh, I'm always going to say it. Like um, Frank from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, when he's talking to, yeah. when he's talking to D. Deandra. <laughs> I love D. Yeah. Yeah. She's the be- yeah one of the greatest characters on TV. Yeah. So Deandra's from Plano. So two from the uh, DFW Metroplex. We have two Laurens. Lauren J from LA and Lauren M from Miami. Okay. One redhead. Uh huh. Lexi B and uh, somebody named McKenna. Cool. My Kenna. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, it's a diverse cast, even though a third of it's, it's blonde. mostly blondes. <laughs> brunettes are an underrepresented minority in the season. Yeah, only a few brunettes. Hmm. I kind of have this image of like the producers sit Peter down and they're like, "Okay, what's your type?" And at the same time, they're like, "Don't say blonde," and he's like, "Blondes." Like, <laughs> <laughs> so so this is uh bachelor returns january 6th and we are planning to be back for that yes so stay subscribed we love it when you stay subscribed and you give us five star ratings and you write reviews that say oh they're so good they're so funny their commentary is on point don't say mean things, though. We don't, don't like those reviews. Don't say mean things. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, we haven't really gotten any mean reviews. And if, you you know, and if honestly you think uh, we're bad, hey, that's, you know, that's fine, too. It's not fine. <laughs> <laughs> Just um, This was great. It's good to talk to you, Jacqueline. Mm-hmm. Miss you. Miss you. 
And so we will be back. Until then, this has been a beautiful podcast to fall in love. I'm Liam Matthews. I'm Jacqueline Trumbull. We'll see you at the Bachelor Times. Bye. Whether it's a new Netflix original, the latest season of a long-running network drama, or a reevaluation of a legendary comedy series, TV Guide is the place for fans to come and find out about their favorite shows and movies. And, with our help, discover some new favorites as well. From our Watch This Now recommendations and newsletter, to our WTF Just Happened video series, TV Guide is the premier hub for people who love TV as much as we all do to come and hang out. Visit us at tvguide.com, follow us on social media at TV Guide, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash tvguide, for all this great free content. And let us help you find your next binge.